You all right? My name's Paul. I've got autism and I make random videos, put them up on YouTube about my little area of autism. And I've finally realized how I get my videos finished because I don't know what you're like, if you make videos or if you don't or whatever, but I've got such a, a problem with trying to find the right words all the time. And I must press record on the video at least eight times before I settle on the way to do the video. Because I'll start, I'll say something stupid, I get it wrong, I speak too quick, I speak too Mancunian, <laughs> you know, and I realize that while I'm doing these things, as I'm talking, in the back of my mind, I'm just saying, no, you've got to start again. And that voice then takes over my thought process, and I can't remember what I'm saying, so then I have to stop the video and start the thing again. And yes, I could easily get so far, stop myself and do an edit and just, you know, stitch the videos together. I, I, I know that. But one, I haven't got time. Uh, two, I'm not really the best at these sorts of things. And three, I want people to see the authenticity. There you go. I can't even say that word, but I'm leaving it in, you know, based around me and my autism. So if anyone ever watches and thinks he's got similar mannerisms to me or I don't know I don't even know what to do it for but I just want people to see me not raw but quite close to it um, and sort of see the thought process see where my mind darts off to to try and figure things out and uh, and yeah so I'm probably on about record eight now take eight because I keep getting so far in and I just have to reset and what I found is I'm speaking slower now because I've pressed record eight times and whereas I start full of energy and full of power and happiness and I lose track of what I'm doing, I bore myself <laughs> and I just get tired and I think, oh my gosh, how many times am I going to have to record this video? And then I just start now like, oh, come on, get it done. And that's where I am now. And funnily enough, this is the longest I've lasted on a video today where I've not had to press stop again. So fingers crossed, this will be the video that gets us through. Uh, but a little bit of an update of what's going on. Uh, another manager has resigned, which is great because now I've got two managers who've left and that's all the managers we had. Um, and the next manager doesn't start until the 28th of June. So that's some way off. So yeah, we are on a ship without a captain, um, even though we are not on a ship and it wasn't a captain. So yeah, that's uh, that's fun. I've got to go for my second COVID jab tomorrow. Um, you know, whether you're a big conspiracy person or whether you believe they actually work, I'm still going for mine because why not? You know what I mean? I'm, I've never understood that. You know, oh, they're going to put 5G in your arm. Great. Means I'll get a better signal on my phone. I'm not bothered, you know. Um, and I don't know why people are so secretive, you know, like, oh, they're going to get all your information. 
they already do. How many times have you had your phone in your hand? You might have been talking to someone, you know, like, yeah, I tell you what, I'd love a hot tub. Yeah, you know, when the weather gets better. Yeah, I'd love a hot tub. Be great. All right, bye. Oh, wonder what's on the news on my phone. And you're scrolling through and there's an advertisement for a hot tub. We've just accepted that. You know, the fact that our phones listen to us and give us all these prompts of things to buy. And, you know, as a collective, we're not going, what the, you know, <laughs> it's kind of, nobody's doing it. Um, but I have a rule. Maybe many other artistic share this rule. But if if I get an advertisement on my phone of something I haven't typed in and I haven't actually gone to look for, I don't ever buy it from that company ever. And if I'm on YouTube and I'm watching it and then an advert pops up, I never buy that product or subscribe to what they're doing because it's being forced on me and I don't like that. Um, <clears throat> and if everybody did it, they'd have to change their mind, wouldn't they? Anyway, what am I on about? Oh, yeah. So if anyone's ever watched me before, they will know that I uh, <clears throat> I don't know too much about autism. I just know I'm someone who's got it because a man with purple socks and red shoes told me once. <clears throat> but I actually like the fact that I don't know too much about autism. I like the fact that I learn as I go along. I like the fact that if I don't know why I do something, I try and figure it out myself and then I might do a video. And what's been really nice, and I'll be honest, is people have put comments where it's been like, I've not seen a video where it's been explained like that before. And that's what I like. I like it where I'm giving an alternative perspective because I can only give you my perspective. I can't give you things from a book. I can't give you other person's opinions. You know, I can't do any of that. All I can do is go, that's weird. It feels weird because of this. And if that's what people relate to, then that's fantastic because, you know, that's why I started looking around on YouTube in the first place was to find someone to talk to me like I'm trying to talk to anyone who watches these videos. You know, I want to talk to you like you're my mate, like I'm actually not talking to a camera. I'm talking to someone who's in the same room as me because I'm not a presenter. I'm just uh, I'm just a guy wanting to have a chat. Don't care who it's with. And I'm very happy to speak to anyone um, over the distance of the internet. <laughs> Real life, don't knock on my door because I'll just lock it, close the curtains and hide under my bed. You know, social interaction is not my thing. Uh, but because I don't know too much about autism, I don't know too much about what makes people mad, what people are happy about, where the next autism trend's coming from or whatever it might be, I end up reading something on Instagram, for example, uh, where people might be kicking off about something, people might be singing the praises of something. And uh, what I've found is, and it's, I've mentioned it a couple of times in comments, it's going to be the next video, because I came across the cure for autism. The cure for autism. And I thought, oh. I didn't know you could cure it, you know, because I am daft as a brush. There's no denying that. But I didn't, I, I genuinely didn't know people thought there was a cure for autism. So I personally, I did not know there was a cure for autism. Um, 
and it turns out there isn't. So I was right in my thinking because I thought, how on earth can you cure autism? If you can cure autism, you can cure schizophrenia, uh, psychopaths, sociopaths, bipolar, depression. You know, you just be able to, you know, lift lift the lid off the back, off your head, dig around a bit, put the lid back on, and away you go. You know, you'd be able to cure everything where it's a lifelong mental condition. Oh, and I'm probably I've probably got that a million percent wrong, and I apologize. I'm not PC and up to date with all the terms. Um, but you know, you can't just cure it. So what I thought I'd do, out of curiosity, because I'm a curious guy when I want to be, I just decided to type in the internet how to cure autism. And what I found were stories and points which made me realize that autistic people get a bad rap for being weird, odd, and what all of those different little stereotypes you always hear. But who on earth is knocking about going, yeah, you can cure autism. All you've got to do are these things. And I don't know if anyone's ever took the time to have a look at what these things are, but trust me when I say they're not exactly... uh, up there, you know, definitely thought of by someone who's a sandwich short of a picnic, you know, a CD short of a top 40. Um, top 40, do they even still have that? That just shows how long I've been using references. I'm using references when people still bought CDs. Come on, Paul, get with the times. Um, so I thought, what I thought I'd do is do a little video, even though it's probably, you know, at the end already because I do nothing but waffle, and just talk about some of the things I found. Um, that make you cure autism. And I'll put my spin on it just to try and break it down a little bit. So I just need to show myself how much time I've got. So I'm just going to move that across there because I I can't, I have two timers when I'm doing these because I don't want to go over half an hour because that's too much for people to watch me. (laughs) But I've got one on the little screen that's with the camera, but that's too far and I'd have to uh, stick my glasses on, which I can't find. I need my glasses to find my glasses, ah, wherever they are. So then where I record my audio on my second screen, it was hidden by my Word document, which I have open because it's white and it just sends a bit more light over this way because I haven't got any lights, really. I've got one on top of the camera, which just came when I got the camera. And uh, yeah, I need more lights, but uh, Amazon doesn't seem to have any good deals on at the minute. So yeah, I've got my timer up on my audio recording. Not that anyone asked. So the first thing that I noticed upon the search for the cure for autism was diet. What people recommend or what people say is that if autistic people change their diet, then they will cure their autism. Now, if you think about it, When you're a baby, you get fed certain stuff. It might be breast milk. It might be those formulas. It might be that baby food that looks and stinks. It's just horrible. I know it's not for me, but, you know, when I see it, it just looks gross. You know, but then you get a little bit older and kids eat, you know, a little bit of meat, a little bit of veg, potatoes, whatever, you know. But then you get to my age. Surely if it was down to your food, I'd have I'd get worse because I'm constantly putting this stuff in my face and I would just be getting worse and worse and worse with my autism and that's not the case. 
you know, my autism is harder to manage, but that's because I am getting older. It's not because of the food I'm shoveling in. It's because I'm tired. It's because I'm older. It's because I have to put a mask on every day and I'm getting worn out by it. So I have better coping mechanisms now than I ever used to. I'm more, I don't want to use the word selfish. I've been doing a lot of thinking about that word. You know, and it's all right to look after yourself. It doesn't make you selfish. But I've been looking after me a bit more. I've not been as bothered about what everybody else wants. So if I need to shut that front door, close them curtains, hide under the bed, I'm doing it. You know, and I'll take a comic book with me and I'll be under the bed reading it. And if I want to do that, that's more than all right. I'll do that. You know, so I've been making sure I'm all right. So surely if it was to do with diet, I'd be getting worse. And I think this is where these people who come up with these arguments, oh, it's all to do with your diet. You need more grain in your system, lad. You know, I just think if it was, if that was the case, then surely, surely when I've, when I've eaten different things, it would affect my autism and it doesn't. You know, I've gone, one thing that someone said to me once, which blew my mind, didn't believe it and I wanted to try it, was they said, if you if you don't want hunger pangs, you know, the, the hunger feeling in your stomach, cut carbohydrates out your diet. And if you cut them out, because it's only carbs that cause it, if you cut carbs out, you won't feel hunger pangs anymore. So I that blew my mind and I thought, what a load of rubbish. So I did. I cut all the carbs out I possibly could and I just had this protein and fat sort of intake. It wasn't a diet. Uh, but, you know, I was smashing meat off like a barbarian. I wasn't uh, doing any good stuff with it. But they were right and and that surprised me you know and I was well impressed but I did that for a good two or three months nothing changed with my autism I've lived all over and I've eaten their cuisines you know I'm not talking all over the world but you know Scotland to England is a different kettle of fish you know and I've eaten just the Scottish food and uh I didn't feel any different you know uh when I've been on holiday a couple of weeks of living off someone's local cuisine Never felt any less autistic just because I had their food and changed my diet up. It's mad. You know, there was a story on on the page I was reading, and this lady was saying her son had severe autism, was locked in. You know, she cut tuna out of his diet or whatever she cut out. And the next thing, you know, he's high-fiving everyone. And it's like, I mean, that wasn't what she cut out. That wasn't what he did. But what she was saying is he was locked in and he had severe autism and she changed his eating habits and now he's all right. And I thought, well, that's great, but he clearly didn't have autism or he's got autism as well. But, you know, it's not the same. And here's my argument. Here's my argument. Surely, surely, if it was in your guts, if it was in your stomach, then why is it when I have burnout, I don't get stomachache, I get a headache? <laughs> Obviously, I'm being daft, but that's my point. It's not in your stomach. And the thing that made it even more crazy when I was reading down this list is they said stupid things like, you need to eat more bone meal broth. You know, it's like you have that once a day, make it a staple of your diet, you eat bone meal broth and it'll cure your autism. Now, I don't know about you, but in the north of England, no one's got a tin of bone meal broth knocking about in the cupboards. 
It's not a normal thing to eat. It's more like a witch's spell. You know, yeah, pass me that bone meal broth and an eye of newt, you know, and it'll, it'll make me cat speak. It, it's just not normal. So the things people want you to do and the foods they want you to eat, they're always obscure. It's never like, eat more cheese and onion crisps. You know what I mean? It's always bone meal broth. I don't even know what that is. It might be nice, but it, it sounds weird. You know, but you can't tell me the only reason I, you know, I don't want to attend events. I might need a workplace risk assessment doing for my autism. You know, it's because I like Rolos. It it just isn't that. So I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to discount diet um, as part of it. I'm also going to have to discount the another part of that I was reading where they were saying this lady had gone on the internet asking for help with her autistic son, and she basically said. Uh, that um, her son was autistic, she was struggling, she didn't know what to do, is there any other parents, can they help? And this doctor, apparent doctor of neurology, said to her, chances are your son doesn't have autism, he's probably got encephalitis. <laughs> and it was like, so you're discounting people having autism, but seem to think it's more common that people have an infection which has made their brain swell? I mean, and there's other ways you can get encephalitis, but that's one of them. You know, there's an infection on the brain that makes it swell. And I just thought, how does your mind work like that? That, you know, I, I, I'm more inclined to believe a child would have autism than swelling on the brain. So, no, it's not my diet. I haven't got a swollen brain. You know, I've, I've had head scans. But I think I've had two or three head scans in my time, and they've never come back and gone, hey, mate, your brain's massive. Let's shrink it, and you'll stop being weird. It's never, ever happened. So I'm discounting that. I'm also going to discount vitamins because they also say that the reason we have autism is a vitamin deficiency. But we're not deficient in vitamin A and zinc. Now, this again is where I think it sounds stupid because they are saying that we need to have vitamin supplements that don't have vitamin A and zinc. So... All I can picture is a couple of guys in a room trying to come up with a conspiracy theory of where autism came from. And one of them was like, right, let's say it's down to vitamins. Good idea. Uh, but not all of them, though, because that'll be too obvious. Right, right, right. Uh, well, which ones should we say they're all right on? Uh, I don't know my vitamins. What's the first one and what's the last one? Let's just say they haven't got them. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like too obvious. It's not like they just went down and went, oh, yeah, vitamin B12, that's the one that they're all right on. You know, vitamin A and zinc. And why zinc? What's zinc done? You know, do they think autism, because it's got that misconception of lack of empathy, that we're like robots and they don't want us having more zinc because we'll all be walking around like looking like the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz. It's just so stupid. You know, and where are you going to... So you're saying if I take multivitamins, they'd work. But unfortunately, I'm going to also be topping up my zinc and my vitamin A. Therefore, I'm not going to get my balance right, so I'll still have autism. Stupid. <sighs> um, another one was CBD oil. You know, that hasn't been around forever. That's quite a modern thing where people are now taking the drops and the supplements. And I worked with a guy who said he had a bad back and he took it. And, you know, now he's doing backflips to work. Um I tried it because I've got a bit of a bad knee. 
and it did nothing apart from drain my bank account because it's quite expensive stuff um, and my knee still hurt. So while I was taking it, I didn't have the urge to shake hands with people and let people invade my personal space. That just didn't happen. So unfortunately, that's me now crossing out the diet, crossing out the swelling of the brain, crossing out the multivitamins, crossing out CBD. None for me. Sorry about that. But then it gets onto the other stuff, the other stuff which involves humans uh, where you spend time with them. And that's uh, ABA therapy. I think it's applied behavior analysis therapy. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah. Now, when I read what it was, I was very confused because it just sounded like what you're meant to do as a human being anyway. And I read another page about what it was and it pretty much said what the first page said. And it was weird because it was kind of like, you've got a dog. You say to the dog, give me your paw. And when the dog gives you the paw, you give the dog a treat. You reward the dog for doing what you asked it to do. And that's exactly what it said. But for humans, you know, and I know humans can't give the paw. I'm aware of that. But it was kind of like, if you ask your child to do something that's well-behaved and your child behaves well, reward your child. All right. <laughs> you know, you go to work, you know, even McDonald's do it. You go to work in McDonald's. If you do good for the month, you get employee of the month and you get your name on a plaque and you get a 20 quid gift voucher for a shop you never use. You know, but the point is you get rewarded for your good behavior. You know, if you don't do good in work, you get sacked. Right. I'm confused at what I'm supposed to learn by this. Like it's a groundbreaking discovery that you reward people for being good and reprimand them for being bad. And the thing is, when I was reading down the list of stories, because I love a success story when they sound mental. And this one was, this lady had said, my son, again, severe autism. um, The way we combated this is the way he could go in a room and... Um, you know, feel more comfortable in a room full of people is if everyone in the room crouched down and he was allowed to run in the room and tap everyone on the head. And when he does that, he feels great again. (laughs) No, if I was in that room, I'm already feeling awkward. I'm not going to feel more awkward by bending down and letting a four-year-old slap me on my bald head. Not happening. It's stupid. What about when he gets older? He can't be a guy my age, my size, and go, Oi, I want to smack you on the head. It'll make me feel better. That don't work. And what about if I was in a meeting? What if I wanted that? You know, and it was kind of, what if my thing was, yeah, sorry, I feel really weird being in the meeting. Um, The way to make me feel more comfortable is if all the women show me the boobs. Thanks for that. feel great now. You can't do things like that. That's a bit too far. You know, but you can encourage people to do the right things. You can encourage them to come out of the shell. But I just thought that was normal. I didn't think people would have to go and pay for a therapy, which is the fundamentals of existing as a human being. Sorry, but I don't think you can cure autism just by behaving. Anyway, that's my thoughts. Uh, the the last one I'll pick on, because I'm aware now I'm at the 23, 24 minute mark, ah, uh, is, uh, what was it called? Field control therapy. 
And for those of you who don't know what field control therapy is, it's ultimately something where someone will say, I can cure your autism. And you say, cheers. And they go, well, there's a good chance I can cure your autism. I'm not saying I will, but there's a good chance I can. Um, and it will be £2,000, please. Uh, all, all I do is I do some magic stuff with electrolytes, <laughs> with electrotherapy. I do a blood test, and then I tell you what to eat. So it takes you all the way back to that diet thing. It's just someone telling you what to eat, and this time it costs you two grand. And you say, oh, all right then, well, obviously I'll do this because obviously two grand is not bad to cure autism for a one-off hit. Oh, no, it's not, not a one-off hit. It's, you know, it's going to continue going. And you're like, right, hang on. So I'm going to be paying £2,000 quite often for something that isn't proven to work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's field control therapy. How stupid. And to me, it's kind of like they think autistic people are stupid and we're going to go down that route. Or it's vulnerability, preying on people who are at the wit's end, they don't know what to do, and then they're going to hit these roots. And it's going to have a placebo effect. People are going to feel better because they had blood taken and now they're eating something different. They're going to be like, yeah, I do feel different. My poo's improved. It's not a cure for autism. You know what I mean? And like, I could do that. I could, like, I'm always fiddling. I don't use fidget spinners. I'm always messing around with a pen. My desk is full of pens, no notepad. I just prefer to play with a pen. Um, but I could say that to you. I could say, if I put this pen down, I stop being, you know, able to communicate. I'll do it now. Listen. Did you see that? When I didn't have this pen in my hand, I shut down, couldn't respond. But I'll tell you what, these pens really work sometimes. They always work, and I will sell you one, you know, because I've got loads, but I'm happy to sell you one for a £1,000 per pen. And if they ever run out, you're going to have to buy a new one. I mean, that's just the way it is, I'm afraid. But I'll always have a supply of pens. You know, you'd, you'd think I was mad. Unless you want a pen for a grand, by all means, I'll send you one in the post. They don't do now. They're just a pen. But I just don't think it's right, you know? And this whole big quest for the cure for autism, what's so bad about it? You know, and don't get me wrong. If I asked you the question, if you could, if there was a magic pill you could take, regardless of price, would you take it? And you would wake up tomorrow and you, autism would be cured. You would now be a neurotypical person. Personally, I wouldn't do it because I have to ask the question, what am I gaining by being neurotypical? I'd be able to go to parties. I've lived without them. I think I'm all right. You know, and some neurotypical people, not all, but some are obsessed with money, power, status, always trying to show off. You know, this show's dedicated on television for people who are in crazy amounts of debt because they're spending money they don't have to impress people they don't like. You know, I, I can't remember that saying, but it's a good saying. You know, like people spend money they don't have on things they don't need to impress people they don't like. It's something like that. But like shopaholics, people are like, yeah, I spend three three thousand pound a month on me shopping. How much? How much do you earn a month? Uh, Two hundred pound because I ain't got a job. I get it from their social. And you're like, 
right, so that, that don't work then, does it? So if, if, if I end, let's say I got cured of my autism, which I don't want, what if I woke up and I was in that mindset where I wanted to be a big boss because I just wanted people to fear me in a corridor or I wanted to be a big boss so I could get all that money so I could be super rich because being rich makes you better. What if I woke up with one of them mentalities? I'd be I'd like to think I'd be rooting around for the uh, the cure to send me back to being artistic. And I get not everybody's got my my view on autism. I do fully understand that. I'm always trying to see both sides, but I personally wouldn't cure myself if I could. I'm very happy being me with my burnouts, with my problems, with my negativity, with my areas of concern because it's what everyone else views as the little things that I pay the most attention to, you know, whereas the stuff everybody else is bothered about, I just see a pattern and I can find a solution. And I prefer that. So as far as I'm concerned, it's not the size of my brain. It's not my diet. It's not CBD oil. It's not vitamins. It's nothing to do with treating a human as you should treat humans. All this nutty neuroscience that they're pretending, you know, oh, yeah, rub a pan, get the static off it. It'll stop you being artistic. It's all bonkers, you know. But if there was a cure, would you cure yourself? I'm curious. Anyway. It's Friday night and I need to go and get a drink from the garage. So thanks for watching, if you did, and uh, I'll see you next time. But until then, if you want a pen, give us a shout. But keep smiling.